Now, on Monday, the Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern named her new cabinet for the next three years, widely noted as the most diverse cabinet with eight of the 20 cabinet ministers being women, five Maori cabinet ministers, one South Asian, three cabinet ministers from the Rainbow Community, and three Pacific cabinet ministers. We're joined now this morning by Honorable Porter Williams, who was named the Minister of Building and Construction, Minister of Police, Associate Minister for Children, and Associate Minister for of Housing, Public Housing, en route to Wellington to join other ministers who will be sworn in this morning at a ceremony at Parliament. Kia ora and welcome back into the show, Honourable Porter Williams. Oh, kia ora and I am actually literally on my way. I've just hopped into the car to head to Wellington this morning. So thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you for coming back. I mean, you know, we were just talking about, I remember just before election, you know, we had, Joanna, we were talking about, um, uh, you know, the, the the campaign from your end as a Pacifica, Va'ine, uh, and then also about the referendum. And now, well, look at you. You you got a few, uh, you got a few goods in your kit. I mean, tell us about the, the reaction when everything sort of went on. Oh, look, um, you know, you know when you're given the opportunity to, uh, you know, to step into something that you know is going to be a bit of a stretch, but that you are, um, and at first you were a little confused, you know, and that was my reaction. I was a little confused by uh, what the Prime Minister was asking me to do. And then I thought, you know, you know what, so many of our people are impacted by all of the portfolio work that I have, that actually it makes a lot of sense to me. And Building on my community background, um, you know, I, I'm just so looking forward to the challenge and the opportunity that's been presented to me. So, yeah, I'm going to step into that space and, and, you know, work really hard. Look, you said something, and I'm really, really happy that, you know, you said that, yeah, you know, I sort of questioned yourself a little bit, you know, can I do it? And then you thought, you know what? Yes, I can. I'm going to step into this because the same spirit, you know, I interviewed Honorable Carmel yesterday and I said, I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you too, Porter, right now, put you on the spot. If ever a chance and an opportunity comes whereby a new leader of the Labour Party will be needed, would you be the one to step up and become the first ever Pacific Islander to be the Prime Minister of Aotearoa? Are you asking me? Yes, oh, of course. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I would support, um, you know, any Pacific candidate who wanted to put their name forward. For me, you know, I think that you have to recognise a couple of things. Like I'm uh, one of the older um, uh, members of our team and, you know, I've got many, many years of work and service to, to, to give to this country. But I actually think that uh, there are other people much more um, capable and qualified. And I'd certainly be happy to support Honourable Carmel Cipollone. If she ever wanted to put her name forward for the top job, I'd be standing right next to her um, as her Pacific sister to support. But, you know, I have got a big job ahead of me. Can I tell you that when my family found out that we laughed and we laughed and we laughed because that's the Pacific way, isn't it? To kind of take yourself down a peg or two, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, she's, you know, um, what is all of this about? You, you know, and you just, you want to make sure that you uh, go into all of these things with a sense of humility and a sense of who you are and that your family keep it real for you. So um, just to, you know, so to answer your question, 
I know that uh, we have the best leader this country's ever produced as our Prime Minister and completely support her 100%. If I was ever given the opportunity, I probably would say there are other people who are better placed to take that role than me, and I'm really happy with the work that I've been off, been given. All right, all right. I'll, I'll park that for now, but I, I will come back to that because here's, here's the thing, uh, Honourable Poto. You look around our Pacific community, right? We aspire to become what we see, and this is why we aspire a lot to become sports people. We see a lot of them. And for me, I thought, okay, so how can we aspire our young Pacifica to become the leader of this country? Because we are, yeah. we, you know, because we, we, we've seen uh, first ever uh, Pacific Islander to be the captain of the Oblix, uh, mm-hmm. first ever Pacific. Th- these are the things because we, we move so much in this space. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to ask all yeah. the sisters and, and the papas that are in there, yeah. will, you, will you be the yeah. one? Will you be the one? But uh, I'll agree with yeah, you for you now. Yeah. Do you know what I have to say to that? Mm. You know, what I have to say is that, and I've, this is a message that has been consistent to me all of my time as a as a member of parliament. My job is to, yes, you know, leverage off the people who've gone before me, but my job is to lay the path for someone to come through and not step into my shoes, but step past where I am. That's my job, Brian, and that's what I hope to achieve. So I hope to lay the path for future leaders to become the leader of this country. It doesn't mean I need to do it myself. What I need to do is make sure that when they're ready to step through, that they can step past my achievements and get on to greater things. That's, I think, my role. Diplomatically answered, and I accept. <laughs> now, let's look at this new, these new responsibilities that you're walking into. You know, previously, before, uh, you had the portfolio community and voluntary sector, the greater crashes, regeneration. You were the associate minister for immigration. And now you're about to, you know, you were like, uh, you were part of the, you know, tato, tato, call the kids together, come, make sure that mommy's coming, do your homework, eat your peas. Now, you are in charge of some big portfolios in New Zealand, not only just the building and construction, but the Minister of Police. We know that at time, the police can become our friend and also become not the opposite of our friend. Now, for you, walk us through the transition that you're going to put yourself through to go from what you had before into the mainstream light now. Yeah, I think everything that you do leads you uh, along a journey, doesn't it? And everything has prepared you for something. And I think of all my uh, work experience in the family uh, violence area, you know, working alongside police, but also challenging and questioning and, you know, wanting to make changes to the way that police deal with our people. And I think that um, I and many other colleagues in that space have been very successful in in, um, helping the police, for example, to recognise that Pacific people, uh, uh, you know, have values and have a way of being that's different from others. And if you are respectful of that, and if you recognise that we are a family and that we are a community, then you can achieve so much more. I think there are some real issues um, within uh, the, the police environment for Pacific people, and um, some of them are the you know uh, the higher percentage of arrest rates for our people. And I think there's an opportunity for us to get in there um, uh, to work. Well, for me particularly to highlight this as a, a key feature of what I want to achieve, that um, we ad- redress the engagement that police have with our Pacific community so it becomes one of respect and trust and one where, um, you know, we can reduce 
uh, that, that over overrate uh, you know percentage of arrests and um, and actually start you know r- reducing that becoming a relationship of trust between our community and and the police. I think we can do that. We've got to be open to it. We've got to realise there is a problem and then move forward. So that's a big part of of the driver for me. But recognising that the service itself is huge. Um, and, you know, I have a lot to learn, but I definitely have some goals in mind. But the other thing with that, too, is that we have, you know, our police service has a, a responsibility across our Pacific nations as well. And there's a lot of work that happens in the Pacific. And I think I can be really useful to support um, that engagement, too, with our uh, other Pacific nations and how we support them going forward. So I think, you know, you know, I use my... Pacific values of service um, at the heart of everything I do, but um, I also have um, a touch of, uh, you know, not taking, um, uh, you know, being very clear, uh, being quite staunch when I need to be, um, and making sure that I get the best outcome for our Pacific people, that this becomes a a relationship of trust. And I encourage um, our Pacific brothers and sisters to join the service because often that's what what it takes, is people, you know, that we see ourselves in these services and that, that helps us build the trust relationship as well. And just as we are, you know, we're speaking life into having a leader of this country be from the Pacific one day, the the children of the Moana, hopefully we'll see that too. And the police force moving forward about that or someone from the Pacific to be the commission of police. Why not? You know, aspirations, you know, aspire to what we see. Now, you were talking earlier before about the family, you know, when when you were told Pacific Islanders, isn't it? You you, you tell the Palangi that they won the lot or they first accepted. And then you tell us that we feel punked first. And then it takes two days for us to accept that, that we're really up becoming <laughs> what we want. Yeah, so for I you, I mean, what's been the conversation with the family, you know, the journey that you're about to take in? Because the amount of portfolios, um, it, you know, it's going to take a lot of your time away from, from whānau. So what, what, what's been the dialogue around the family overall when it, when it comes to this new calling you're walking into? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, look, real overwhelming pride, really. Um, you know, and they've been... Um, just sending me messages of love, and my family are great. At, you know, I, I, as you know, a busy life sometimes means that. Well, often means that the family are at the end of your list for um, for time, and they they're really good at just sending me messages of love from time to time. But also sending me messages of um, reality too, to keep it real, to remember who I am, and um, to make my my family proud and, and my uh, community proud. So. It's always it's always um, tensioned with a little bit of caution and humility, and I I really like that about my family. So um, I you know just make sure I, I I do a good job and I make everybody proud and um, and uh, occasionally you know let them um, have a bit of a laugh at my expense, which is always a bit of fun. But you know we can't do any of this work without our families beside us and supporting us and taking care of some of the things that need to happen at home. So. I'm very, very lucky in that regard, like we all are, you know, with our families. And feel free to laugh back when you get a text from nephew. Auntie, uh, got a ticket. <laughs> Can you... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Honourable Boto Williams. Name. Sorry, sorry, son. Yeah. Sorry. Um, You're on your own. We're not going to stand in your way now because we know you're literally on your way into the Beehive. All the best. Thank you very much for joining us and we hope to speak oh, to you again.